life is, is just always mysterious and surprising. And all, you never know what's around the next corner. You, you, never, you never know what's around the next corner. So. Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Coming at you today with session 63, and I have my, as you'll discover on the show, my new best friend, Margot Lightburn, on the show, and she was amazing to talk to. Total extrovert, woman of my heart. We just got down and dirty as to how hard and rough this yoga business can be. And I think even if you're not a teacher, but even a student listening to this, it's it's interesting to know like what your teachers are going through and like what we're having to bring to the table in addition to teaching our classes. I had a really, really, really good time having her on the show and just, again, having a really raw and honest conversation. I think there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes that people forget about. So I was super glad that we got to talk about it on this episode specifically. We got really, really, really raw about it. Which reminds me, how about a raw and real podcast review? <laughs> hey, just a reminder that your reviews on iTunes really do help the show grow. So if you could spend maybe just a minute or two giving us a little love, a little shout out, it'll help reach way more people the more reviews that we actually get on the show. There's a little link down below that tells you exactly how to review the show itself. Make sure you check out Amy McDonald's awesome Grow Your Business course. It's a six-month program developed specifically for yoga teachers by Amy, who is an amazing yoga business coach. I've known Amy for quite a while now, and I really value her integrity and the content that she's put together for this course. She knows exactly what it is to be a yoga teacher, one, but also how to make this your main source of income. Growing Your Yoga Business is designed to help take people to the next level in their teaching. So whether you're trying to become a teacher trainer or maybe you're a yoga hobbyist right now and you want to turn this into an abundant yoga business, uh, this program is composed of eight different modules. You get to work with some live calls with Amy, you get some workbook stuff, and you get to cover the whole like gamut of marketing and how to just put everything together step by step. This business also talks about like different pricing and brand etiquette and just really how to get your project started. When you sign up for this course, let Amy know that I sent you and you'll receive a whole lot of goodies. Plus, you'll receive $100 off the course and my arm balance video series. And Amy will include a free Facebook ad training. That's a whole lot of goodies. If you pay the course in full, use the coupon code DANNYFULLPAY, that's D-A-N-N-I-F-U-L-L-PAY, to receive these goodies. Or if you opt for the payment plan, use the payment code DANNYPAYMENTPLAN, that's DANNYPAYMENTPLAN. I've included a link to the course in the show notes so that you can discover more about the program and see how you can utilize it to improve your yoga business. Last but not least, lots of love to our friends over at SF Yoga Magazine for their continued support on this show. Hey everyone, this is Rory, the producer of the show. We had a bit of a challenge with the audio on this week's episode. We didn't want to scrape this particular session because I felt strongly about the interview and the rawness of the conversation. As with any technology, this stuff happens. We hope you enjoy the show and thanks for bearing with us on this one. Hello, Margot. Hi, Danny. <laughs> okay. 
I feel like a lot of my guests, we always try to like schedule and schedule and schedule. <laughs> Me and you were like going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I mean, it's just the the hustle and the life of the yoga life. Hashtag yoga life. Dude, trying to get our shit together is the worst. It's such, it's so gnarly. And um, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm totally excited to do your podcast and just talk with other teachers about like, the real life struggle and not just the struggle as like a brand new teacher, but like we've been in this a minute and, um, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it gets much easier is really like the sad story. <laughs> so here's, it's, it's funny. Cause I actually, um, I pre-recorded a podcast episode with my, uh, like, I guess she's like a business coach or something like that. Like it's a yeah. brand brand coach. Um, and she was like, we need to talk about what you're doing this year because people need to hear like that this is not easy. And as exactly. I re as I replayed some of the audio because she wanted to hear it as well, I was like, holy fuck, I do a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. And it still never feels like you're doing enough. No, it's I, but, <laughs> but not only that, like, not only that you're not doing enough, but like, let, let's face it, you know, like we're, we're yoga teachers and we're not like raking in millions and millions and millions. Exactly. Which is For the fine. amount. Yeah. No, I know. Because we didn't choose, you know, we didn't choose this for a million dollar job, but like, right. you really have to be committed one, two, mm -hmm. and also not be afraid of the failure part of it. Because if you are afraid of, of failing a few times, like you will not make it far in this beast at all. Yeah. Well, and the, one of the surprising things for me and, and not one of my inherent gifts is you have to be organized as well and um and so you're running your own business and people take for granted the fact that uh you know i mean i can't tell you the amount of young teachers that i know that have you know had no shows and i've done i've no showed before you know um it's happened to me in the past yeah <laughs> but yeah, like <laughs> but you're you're running your own business you're trying to manage all of your own uh schedule you're trying to manage all your own money you're trying to make sure that you're getting paid uh, accurately um if you get paid by the head in certain places you have to be counting those heads every time if you're not it's money out of your pocket and it's just stuff that people don't really tell you teach you or talk about in teacher training and so you kind of get out into the world and you just start learning trial by fire you know i mean it's it's not only that too like with the stuff that you can do after teacher training and like so i i i personally i mean cheap plug not so cheap because you know i'm trying to make money hey <laughs> get have, that money my mentorship program is heavily based on like how to survive and how to do the thing that you're going to do afterwards because you're absolutely right no one gives you like the what do you do afterwards you know like right. it, and also, not only what you do afterwards, but like, let's talk about how competitive it is out there because you cannot swing a cat without hitting someone who's a yoga teacher. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, that is one of the reasons why I moved out of LA and moved back to Chicago years ago is because I was in LA and I, I was about to open a yoga studio there. And I just started realizing how saturated the market was. And this was in 2007. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a I mean, maybe if I had just hunkered down, opened up, I would, I would be like the next yoga works right now, but I doubt it. There's just, you can't, it's a very difficult business to survive in right now. If you aren't, like you said, super committed and, um, figuring out ways of running and honing your business. 
um, I know a lot of teachers that are, that are giving up right now. And I don't want to say giving up because like, that's a negative thing, but they're, they're pivoting, shall we say, and doing something else. And, um, and it's a damn shame that it's not a sustainable industry because there are good teachers and people who should be teaching and just the way that the industry has gone right now, it's, it's, um, it's pretty hard to really make a living doing it. And let's face it, there's no 401k, there's no insurance, there's, um, there's, I'm, I'm working on some things to help with this as well. And I'm not going to do a shameless plug of mentorship. Um, because my men mentorship that I've been doing right now is really just helping some of these teachers who come out of a 200 hour and still don't even understand the components of sequencing and hone holding the room oh my god you know? yeah yeah totally so um because I, that and that's that's one of my things that I love that I that I'm passionate about teaching about is like sequencing and what makes sense and what doesn't make sense and how to really have a beautiful experience of a class and keep mm -hmm. not just keep people safe like um you know I, I don't know I'm I'm gonna I'm going off in a hundred different tangents but um <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm not just like, oh, keep them safe. Don't like take out all the chaturangas. I'm like, no, I still want to do chaturangas. Um, but let's just sequence things in a way that make the body feel good. Um, and well, and also to, th to think about like yeah. why you're teaching the thing that you're teaching, not just to yes. put, like, why are you putting the poses together that you're putting together? Exactly. That's exactly what I always say. And that's what I feel like the, um, the the teachers who are forward thinking are not just regurgitating some sort of sequence that they learned um and and just trying to make it cool but like why do these go together mm -hmm. why why are you are you leading up to a peak or are you countering from something and if you can't explain that you probably shouldn't be teaching it <laughs> let's i like what i'm same i, I don't even get me started let's right. go back to what you were saying earlier like you're saying you know unfortunately the industry has taken a turn so that a lot of us can't survive you know there, there's some yeah. of us that are you know we're doing okay and we're holding we're holding it down and i love i love what you said about we don't get like we don't show up to work we don't make money <laughs> Like, right. Exactly. There is, no, there is no such thing as a sick day. <laughs> no, exactly. It does not and exist. <laughs> it's it's scary times when um, so I'm about to be 45, and um, happy birthday. You, oh, thank you. Well, in February, it's, that it's counts, but it's coming up. Um, so you know, for me, over the past couple of years, I've been looking down like the long lens of what I'm doing with yoga and trying to figure out where I'm going with it and how to make it more sustainable for not only myself, but other teachers, because I do believe in the power of yoga as cheesy as it sounds. Um, I really truly believe I wouldn't have been doing this for the past 15 years if I didn't. But um, I, I really want people to feel like they can have a more sustainable career doing this, whether they're doing it part-time or full-time, because quite honestly, the first thing I say to people when they talk about teacher training is like, don't quit your day job. Like yeah. keep this is something that you can still be passionate about and love it and not go into the cycle, get totally burned out, have to be teaching, you right. know, 20 classes a week to just make ends meet. Right. Um, because it's just not like it's, as we're saying, it's really not sustainable. So going back to what you're saying, I, I started looking down the long lens of this and trying to figure out how to make it sustainable. And um, at the rate that the industry is growing and, and people are graduating teacher trainings and 
and they can pay teachers less to be a, a leader in the room, the people who are on the more senior side, I call myself a senior, but <laughs> the people who are on the more senior side, um, it's, it gets slimmer pickings and slimmer pickings, no matter how good you are is the thing, because I know I'm a great teacher. I know I'm a great teacher. But when people are starting to focus more on the time slot that they can get to, um, what studio is the closest to them proximity wise, it doesn't become about the connection to the teacher anymore. Right. And I'd like to get back more to the connection to the teacher and empower the students in their practice in a way that it, it's not that it's about the teacher and like the adoration or adoring of the teacher, but that they really value the experience that a particular teacher offers. Does that make any sense? I'm 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not just versus value, like a, like a canned sequence that they're just like mindlessly going in and sweating, you know, but they're actually going to a teacher that they're learning something from and that that's what they value because I feel like we've gotten away from that. Well, without, I mean, without saying, uh, oh, whatever, mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. There are these cookie cutter places that have yes. like, <laughs> Margot, these people, these people in these that are teaching these teacher trainings have just graduated teacher. I training. know. And I you know, know what these companies are doing? They're saying, you know, you have done, first off, they're not even doing a full 200 hours. If you look at the way yeah. that they actually do their thing, it's like a hundred and something. And then they're like, well, you just take a bunch of classes and we'll call it, you know, 200. They teach right. them the set sequence. They don't teach them why they're teaching the poses in the sequence. They teach them right. memorization, which yeah. is, and don't get me wrong, it's great to get someone ready to stand in front of a room, right? And yes. get words out, but yes. it's not. And then you add some heat to it and you call it a, you <laughs> know, a, a challenging class and then, you know, boom, and that's it. You know, and everyone yeah. says, it's just, it's, are you there for the learning experience where you're actually going to transform and do something like, listen, sweat and do all the chaturangas you want. You're still an asshole, you know, like, right. or <laughs> I'm serious, you know, like, yeah, I, no, I, know. I say this I know. all the time, you know, like, or are you actually going to change, like, you know, change, like I, I, put it in, put in some sadhana, like some actual like things that are going to ground you, some things that are going to make you shift, some things that are going to be the tools and the support so you don't lose your mind in the outside world because shit's crazy. Right. But you don't and, get that. And, you don't get that when you have people that have literally have been practicing maybe a year and then they graduate this 200 hour teacher training, not yeah. doing a full 200 hours and then they're leading trainings. That's I know. In, fucking saying to me. It drives me wild. No, I know. I almost didn't even teach Danny because when I did, when I went to my first teacher training, which was with Baron Baptiste, you know, back, this is back in 2003. Um, I almost didn't even teach because I was like, I mean, who am I to teach? Like, and then my classes started doing really well. Um, as I got on a schedule and it's, it's kind of a funny story. You know, Let me interrupt you, Margo. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you know why the reason why your, your classes probably started getting full is because listen to the conversation that you're having with me right now. You actually give a shit. No, that was the thing. And, and <laughs> Baron, as, as Baron as Baron is, that's all I'm going to say about that. But yeah. as Baron as Baron is, one of the most the beautiful things, yes. One of the most beautiful things he ever said to me is nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And like, I really cared about people. And so it made sense for me that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take the leap and I'll, and I'll teach. And, um, in addition to the fact that the woman that owned the studio that I was practicing at was like, you're going to be on the schedule. So get ready. Cause she just believed in me. And so the classes started doing well. They offered me a raise and I was like, 
you're giving me a raise? It was like, I couldn't even believe that I was getting paid to do this thing that I was loving so much. Mm -hmm. And then they gave me a raise and I was like, I can't believe you're giving me a raise. I thought, you know, this is, I mean, this is it. This, this was it for me from like, and it, and it still is, it's always going to be it for me. Um, I would just love for the industry to have that same, go back to a place where there's that same reverence for it. And, um, and actually something I wanted to say on going even further back, like who it's not even 200 hours when you were like, it's not even the 200 hours. My thought that came to my mind when we were talking about the cookie cutter that we won't say the name, but we all know the name (laughs) is, um, who even said that it has to be 200 hours? Who decided right. that? And without saying another organization, that's just a total fucking sham, but an organization that is the only governing body for yoga teachers <clears throat> Alliance. Um, <laughs> suddenly they say it's 200 hours or 500 hours and it has to be with this type of thing. It's like nobody from the industry is governing this that um and and making it about the teachers or that they're giving any sort of support providership Mm -hmm. um or standards and and really it's my strong belief that somebody has got to make a competitor to that governing body let's do it if if we're going to turn things around right (laughs) let's let's do it yeah here's (laughs) here's one one, i I mean i'm in here's one thing that i do want to add i have some really, really, really close friends, some near and dear to my heart that work for both of these companies and they are amazing yeah. humans. I know. And there I is a, a lot of really great community in both of these organizations. The really great community and they've done some really good things, right? Some yeah. really, really, really awesome things. And I know. I'm not trying to bash them and I wanna I wanna be really clear on the on the show. Like we're not bashing anybody. There are just some loops that have gotten way too big. Yeah. Going, you know, like, so let's kind of tying it back into what we were saying earlier, right? You have this company that's now cranking out these teachers, right? And then mm-hmm. they hire them and give them classes at 20 bucks of class. But before that, they have to do an in quote unquote internship of yeah. 30 classes and teach for free. Like yeah. no wondering, no, it's like, no wonder we can't make it. You yeah, know, exactly. If you're not if you're not on Yoga Glow, if you're not on, you know, the cover of Yoga Journal magazine, if you're mm-hmm. not like our friends Catherine and Jason and Janet and, you know, headlining yeah. festivals, you're kind of screwed. You know, you really right. and, and people say, "Well, you have to make a difference and you have to do some We're all listen, we're all teaching the same shit. You were just using our voice to do it, but like how do we then compete with everybody else that's just, you know, cr- turn and burn and turn and burn and turn and burn and turn and burn. Right. Right. It's so hard. Right. And even if you do get the cover of Yoga Journal, which is amazing, and I'm so proud of like Rosie, my friend, and um, you know, it's definitely still like on my bucket list. Like I would well, love same. to be, I would love to be on the cover of Yoga Journal. So I'm not like hating on it. However, it um, I've had some of the best gigs that a yoga teacher could have. Like I've worked for Nike. I've been sponsored by Sp- Smartwater. I've been an ambassador two times with Lululemon. Yeah. Um, I I have had I've worked on with Oprah Winfrey and the Oprah Winfrey network. What network? It's like I've had great gigs. Let me tell you, it's still not, you know, a hundred to hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year job. Even if you get the cover of Yoga Journal, you still have to find a business plan that parlays into. Uh, a structure of financial income 
mm-hmm. that that you can keep working with, whether that's teacher trainings, mentorships, whatever mm-hmm. it is, a mm-hmm. book, whatever it is. Um, you cannot right now just teach classes and just teach the yoga and make a, a, a career out of it, unless you are just totally willing to be, or if you open your own studio, but unless you are totally willing to be like, hey, I'm only in this to make a nominal amount of money and right. just be happy teaching my weekly classes. Right. You and, know, and if, yeah. yeah. It, it, the other thing, you know, it's like, <sighs> I'm going to give you guys the million dollar like secret. Like I, you, I'm, I'm expecting, <laughs> I'm expecting royalties to come back. This is how actually how I make my million right here, Margo. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Organization plus action equals result. Right. I'll say that one more time. Organization plus action equals result. Yeah. If you want to get shit done, if you yeah. want to run your own 200 hour, your own 500 hour, have a stream, a funnel, whatever it is that the hell you want to call it. You've got to put in the work people. There's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's not, yeah. it's, it's not easy. It's not going to be handed to you. Now there, there is some, some, some good luck shots, you know, where, you know, yeah. something has been handed to you or you have an in or whatever it is, but it's also a lot of like putting yourself out there. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, it's like I was going to, like I said to you, when you first sent me the podcast um, email, I was like, whoa, do it is on point because it's, you guys, if you ever get to get on Danny's podcast, he's going to send you an email and it's, you know, these are some questions. These are some topics. You make sure you're logged into this, which I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't download Chrome before we did this. So anyway, but he he has his email so structured and on point that um, I was impressed because some of those uh, just I don't template is the wrong word but just those easy go to pieces to like I'm signing mentors right or mentees right now and when I do um, a package with a new client on privates like. I, I set them up with an agreement so that we have an agreement with each other so that mm-hmm. if, if for some reason, like, let's say you sell a five pack of, of privates, which is, right. you know, a lot of money. If there isn't a three month expiration date on that, that five pack, if somebody gets unmotivated or they have to travel or their, you know, kid gets sick or all the different things that happen, that five pack that of the money that's been spent a long time ago, you guys can linger for years and people will call you and be like, remember you donated that class to the fundraiser. <laughs> and it's like, there's, there has to be a shelf life and, um, and there has to be a structure in the way that you're going to run your business. And, and this is exactly what people coming out of a 200 hour from XYZ teacher training often don't understand. Right. And, and there's no reason that we all have to learn this the hard way. Like you've been doing this for long enough. I've been doing this for long enough that it's like, it's time to share the secrets. And that's what was so lovely about you. And I said, wow, this is such a great email, the format of this for the podcast. You were like, Oh, you can totally use it. And well, that's I mean, a, I'd be lying to you if I said I fucking made it up myself. You know, someone else. Well, had and it. so, yeah, and that's the thing is, and that is one of the bizarre things in this industry that I've, I, I, I don't see in other industries as, as frequently, I don't think. And, and granted, I'm not in a lot of other industries, but something about the competition and something about 
um, yoga teachers trying to feel or feeling like they need to prove themselves. It's like we all need to learn it the hard way. It's like we all have to go through it. So difficult. And and like like Rosie Acosta, she's so amazing. When um, when I met and and talked with her the first time I was talking about wanting to launch my podcast and she was like, you have to do it. And I said, I feel like I'm just doing what everybody else is doing. And she was like, who fucking cares? She's like, yeah, Margo, you could have a podcast. And she's like, you could call it radically loved with Margo. And she's like, and I would not give a shit, which her, her podcast is radically loved with Rosie Acosta. So it was like hysterical and I was dying laughing, but she was like, there is enough for everybody and we should all be sharing and helping each other. And for some weird reason in this industry, it's like, everybody feels like they need to feel like they reinvented the wheel. And it's like, listen, we're all teaching warrior two. We're all teaching, you know, whatever the the most basic pose, it's just your own flavor that you're adding to it. It starts from the top down because I will tell you, I will tell you firsthand, I had a senior teacher, a well-known senior teacher pull me aside because I was taking notes in a training that I paid for. And they were like, what are you going to do with these notes? I'm like, what? what? I, I kid you not. <laughs> they're like, what are you going to do with these notes? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Well, they're like, well, we know that you're, you know, you're busy and you're up to a lot. Well, no fucking shit. I'm busy and up to a lot, but guess what? I paid for this training. Like it's, I, yeah. I paid, I paid for this education, you know, and I'm not like if it was almost insulting. Um, you know, like, oh, like, totally. It's, That's crazy. You didn't invent movement. <laughs> you didn't you you didn't invent warrior two. You may have yeah. invented the way that you see it, but I'm also allowed to take that interpretation myself and then, you know, teach that the way I want to teach it, you know? Like right, right. I was I was I was actually it kind of um it I, it broke my heart because this was a teacher yeah. that I, I that I really respect and really care about and you know, this teacher is doing a lot of big things in in the community and I was just like it also made me feel really human because I was like, wow, this person has insecurities too. Yeah. But, that, but which, that's, that's yeah. what we've created. That's what, that's what the market has created is now we exactly. have to, we can't share, we can't share this stuff, you know, with each other because you know, everyone's competition. And listen, Darren Maine said it best. I will never forget this. He looked at me and he said, Danny, this is the one thing I'm going to tell you. He's like, you can look at everyone as competition or you can see everyone as your colleague. And he's like, I prefer to help have help from a lot of friends. Yeah, Totally. I mean, that's, I think that that is like, yeah, that's awesome. That's exactly what I felt like when I first broke the silence and went to Rosie, because I was here, I was watching Rosie do all the things that I was like dreaming and wanting to do. And so I finally got over my own fear and she knows this. We, I, we talked about this on her podcast, but, um, you know, I got over my fear of just reaching out to her. I was like watching her and feeling that feeling in my gut when I would like see her on Instagram and I'd be like, oh, she's doing all the things I want to do, right. you know, and it, and it struck like envy and jealousy and all of these feelings. And I was like, well, fuck Margo, don't be an idiot. If you see somebody doing the things that you want to be doing, talk to them, ask them, say, yeah. hey, how are you doing that? And so I reached out to her. We got on a call and she, uh, she died laughing. And she's like, Margo, I think that she's like, you are a more senior teacher than I am. She's like, I'm like looking up to you and you're a mom and you're trying to like do it all. And she's like, that's to me so amazing. And you know, of course I was like, Oh, thank you. That's so nice. And um, <laughs> I, gotta love you. <laughs> but I know exactly. But I, but this is why the, the podcast platform 
as a, a way of communication is so much deeper and greater and cooler than Instagram is ever going to be. Because we're having a real conversation. Because we're having a real conversation. It's, it's no, look how pretty this is. And look how, exactly. I'm going to write this caption and, and look, but it's just more like you can actually hear and feel. Yes. And for the, for the listeners, Danny and I don't know each other. Like we, we know each other through Instagram and we have some friends in common. Diana Oppenheim, who was a mentee of mine, like years and years and years ago, was the first person who was like, you should follow Danny. And you know, Diana, right? Danny? Are you kidding? I love yeah, the Oppenheim. She, <laughs> uh, yeah, D, she's, so she was this like, Oh my God, I'm just going to say this and she will laugh. But she was this gangly, skinny little 21 year old teacher. <laughs> She's still gangly and Chicago, <laughs> And I was pregnant as fuck with Kingston. And she came up to me and was like, can I mentor with you? Um, she had just graduated core power teacher training. And she was like, can I mentor with you? And I said, sure. And I asked her to um, come and be my demo when I taught at my studio in Chicago, when I was mm -hmm. pregnant and I couldn't do things anymore. So when I would struggle with my words to communicate, I would be like, Diana's going to show you yada, yada, yada. And it was just hilarious because I was as big as a house and she's this beanpole. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> it was just hilarious. And then like Diana was the first person I called when I went into labor, you know, I'm like, I'm going into labor. You got to take all the classes over. And it was just, uh, it was a real moment in time for me as a teacher. And she just came in and, and, you know, going back to the overarching conversation that we're having, it, she was eager and she wanted to learn. And it wasn't about how much she was getting paid, even I believe obviously in paying people, it was about finding somebody that you wanted to mentor with that you believed in as, as a student to mm -hmm. a teacher mm -hmm. and wanted to, she wanted to emulate herself largely after what I was doing. And so she just offered and it came at a time when I needed it. And we've gotten away from that model. I'm not saying that we need to all have gurus. Um, Cause I'm definitely not saying that I was Diana's guru, but I was definitely Diana's mentor and, yeah. and right now people come out of a 200 hour teacher training and they're like, boom, I know everything. I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to teach giving this medical class. advice. Like, Oh my oh God. My, what right. the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a physic. My best friend's a physical therapist. One of my good friends anyway. I, everyone's my yeah. best friend, but my, my, my really too. good. Yeah. Same. Right. You're my best, you're friend. My best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Margo, do you remember that one time we did that podcast together? <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> oh my God. This is um, hilarious. My best I friend's a it. physical therapist and like I respect him for his trait because he went to school for eight years to become a doctor <laughs> of physical therapy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I took a couple trainings to do what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And when, and what's crazy is that people will come up to you after class and be like, I'm having this thing with my back. And, you know, I'm like, oh, well, these are some good poses that you can think about. This is, you should probably avoid this. And, and by and large, it's always L4, L5, because everybody's always overbending. Everybody is, right. you know, always over like collapsed in their back from sitting and cars and all the shit. So we all know it's L4, L5, it's SI joint shit because because people don't know what don't they don't know how to move their feet right. from pose to pose right. but um 
but I digress. And, um, <laughs> and, and I will straight up say like, you need to go to a chiropractor or a physical therapist and, and make sure of what you're dealing with. And, you know, I mean, a guy said to me the other day, he's like, I'm having like complete numbness down my leg. I'm like, for all I know, you have MS. You yeah. need to go and get checked out. Right. Right. Um, but so anyway, um, here's what, a question whoa. for you. Here's, yeah. here's a question for you, Margo. If you're going to give three pieces of advice, right, for people to want to sustain them, and we've covered a lot, you yeah. want to give three pieces of advice for people that really want to sustain themselves in this industry. What do you say to them? Oh, um, it's it's kind of a. I'll say this, and I feel like it's conflicting, and it's a little bit uh, because two two things you need to continue education, mm -hmm. but you also need to get experience. Right. So it's it's conflicting even inside me. Like I'm I'm conflicted about it because I do think you need to get in front of a room and start teaching and using your voice and using your words and gaining experience from looking at bodies. But that said, simultaneously, you need to be continuing to educate yourself and be curious about new modalities and, um, and, and not just get super dogmatic and there's only one way and it's mm -hmm. a Shanga or power vinyasa or God, God forbid Bikram, you know, but like the, <laughs> the way that we all learned is changing and the modalities have to keep getting fresh. So I don't know if that's one or two things, but you have to like I do think that people get out of a teacher training and some of them who should be teaching don't teach because they're fearful of, of getting in front of the room because they don't feel ready for it yet right. those are the people usually that should start teaching so that they can just use their voice and obviously they're on the right path if they're feeling like they're not quite ready sure sure yeah <laughs> um, totally because they have a humility about them so um but also just keep keep educating the other thing is um, as I said, don't quit your day job, like so that you can keep a zest for this in a way. And maybe you slowly transition into being a full-time teacher, if that's your desire. And then I think really third is, as we've already covered, get organized. And whether, if you're not an inherently organized person, like I am not, like get a coach, find some, like, you know, read all the stupid self-help books, read the Jen Cicero um, I'm a badass at making money. Like the things that are going to, um, oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I love that one because you do it for book club it. actually on the podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm reading that right now from a coach that I work with, um, Danielle Savory, who's amazing. And, um, and surround yourself with people who help you stay accountable. Right. You know, like my husband keeps me accountable and half the time I resent him for it, but half the time. I'm really grateful for it. Um, and because this is, you have the whole day, like it's a Monday and I'm, I'm sitting in front of my living room and it's beautiful. And my whole day could be wasted right now. If I didn't have something on the schedule, like podcasting with you, because I just happened to not be teaching until six o'clock tonight right. and I'm tired from teaching yesterday. So I could totally turn on Bravo and, and veg out. And maybe there's a day a week that I do that. Um, but if you don't, get a system and a schedule and keep moving forward this this career can eat you alive <laughs> easily 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 and because honestly and this is i don't know if this is four or five things now but <laughs> i i get high from teaching yeah. i get yeah. like i'm a total extrovert if you couldn't tell yeah. and um 
I'll teach on a Sunday morning with 40 people in the room and I could be high all week and feel like I did the best job of anything because there's just something about that connection with people. It's an emotional release, not only for me, it's for them. There's like, it's like a, oof, there's just that magic that happens. And, um, and if you only focus on that part of it, or, and if you let that overwhelm the other structured part of it, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you know, yeah, because you, you've got it. You like, listen, like we all and we all know those yoga, you know, those people. I'm just yeah. gonna let the energy guide me, right? Right, <laughs> the universe is going to take care of my bills. And it's, I know, I'm just gonna sit here and you know, work on some psychiatry mantra and hope it all works out, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. I mean, there has to be a little bit of a, a combination. I mean, yeah. I am not going to lie. I will chant to Lakshmi until the cows come home because Same. I'm like abundance, abundance, yeah. abundance. Yeah. Um, but that, that's not going to get everything done. Yeah. Um, and, and it is the people that have systems and I am learning. I have to say that but probably my first eight years of teaching, I was just riding high, yeah. you know, but I was single. I didn't have um, the responsibilities that I have now and, and the ways that I want to show up. Um, as a partner and a mom. And again, when I look down the scope of this, am I going to be teaching this exact same way 20 years from now? Probably not. 65? Yeah. No. I like, I need some big changes in the next, you know, two to five years. And, and when I say that, I mean, I'm never going to not teach, but like, I, I'm really looking at some, some big stuff right now. I have some big goals, like big, scary goals. Let's do it. <laughs> Margo. Let's I do it. I can't thank you enough for, for taking the time out and coming onto the show today. And, and I'll make sure I link your schedule. And so that way people in the greater Chicago area can come check you out as well and check out your, your online stuff. No, I'm in Portland now. Dana. Oh, you're in Portland. I thought, why did I think you were in Chicago? Oh, cause Diane. Because I always have so much of Chicago. I, I, who knows? I don't know. Who knows where I'm going to be, Danny? Let's just, let's just keep following <laughs> me around and see what happens. We'll just put your schedule up there. People will find you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> It More on that later. I have some things to share with you off air at some point. Uh, let's do it. Let's put them down. Okay. <laughs> I can love a good old gossip session. <laughs> totally. Until uh, the next Yogi Mystic session, this is Danny and Margot saying peace out.